Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And on the subject of mastery, we are talking about divine embodiment, higher self-connection. This is really our goal as we embody Christed love, Christed consciousness. And my guest today is a channel who brings forth messages from the divine realms, and we are in for a beautiful treat today. Alita Grace is here once again, and she's got a beautiful message, not only from Archangel Raphael with a beautiful light-encoded meditation, but also our beloved Tibetan master, Jual Kool. And most recently, our beloved Louise Hay, who crossed over a few years ago, has been communicating with Alita. So let's welcome Alita Grace to Quantum Conversations. Alita, thank you and welcome back to the show. Hi, Lauren. Hello, everyone. So nice to be here. Uh, we started out with a little technical difficulty, so I want to make sure you can hear me. We can hear you perfectly. It sounds wonderful. Okay. Thank you good, for good, being good. here. Yes. Okay. Well, this is beautiful because our conversation today as we talk about divine embodiment is truly involving messages that you received recently uh, from the higher realms, from the invisible realms where we receive so much support. So let's start there and have you share a little bit about this recent integration that you've gone through. Oh, my integration. Well, <laughs> we're never done, right? We're never. Interesting and growing. Yes, well, I've had an interesting few months that have been very challenging. Uh, I've had some issues with, I think, what the popular uh, uh, disorder is called TMJ. It has to do with the jaw and the muscles in the jawline and the bones there. And 
there's a lot of pain involved with that, and it's on my left side. And I'm thinking, wow, that's my vehicle, you know, my voice, my ability to move my mouth, and and uh, extremely painful. And uh, I got frustrated like we all do. And I started thinking about all of us who are healers and all of us who go through these uh, challenges from time to time and sometimes for a very long time. Sometimes some of us are sick for decades trying to figure out what are we clearing? Uh, what does the underlying issue that we haven't been able to remember, recognize, or discern uh, mean? And how do we, in fact, um, implement that mastery that we know? And so much um, frustration, anger, uh, so much innocent longing for a cure, for, for whatever ails us in our body. And lo and behold, I put Louise Hayes' classic book under my pillow. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I got long days and sometimes I can't read <laughs> because I'm tired. And that, that, book is, mm-hmm. that, that book is You Can Heal Your Life. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a so, beautiful book. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. It is. And she has so many books that, you know, and, and, and she grew and grew and grew in her lifetime and served us so well. I feel her already now. And so she... uh it must have been there. I mean, I, I had, you know, I was dabbling with it, and I was looking up here and there and, and reading all the meditations and all the messages. And, you know, you feel so familiar uh, with what she speaks about in terms of um, self-love, which is really the core of the message, right? But after four weeks or so of having this under my pillow every night and touching it and putting my hands on it and then opening it the next morning and reading a passage or two, I felt her very strongly uh, come to me and and ask, you know, you know, I'm here or tell me that she was around and that she'd like to uh, talk to me and talk to all of us. Uh, I kind of have come to understand um, through a friend that she's also been coming through to quite a few channels and quite a few healers of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yes, I'm still struggling with some of that. Um, but it has gotten much, much better. And, you know, I, I felt divinely guided to get acupuncture, um, uh, to seek some herbs, and, and to also um, do some exercises, even though some people would say don't exercise that because it's like you have a bad knee and you're moving it. And uh, I was completely guided in the opposite direction, and I followed that guidance. And so I am mm-hmm. getting much better. Uh, but... I think it made me really think long and hard about the path that we've all been on. Uh, It doesn't matter how long you've been on it. It really is this quantum ninja of excellence kind of path that you're on. You're trying so hard to to grow and to serve and to be, uh, you know, in what I wrote, conscious and also conscientious about these lives that we've been given and 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 we're stewards of so many other people our families our friends our community and so how do we heal ourselves and who heals who heals the healers and so many of us spend so much time uh devoted to 
helping others and doing for others. And there are some people in, in, in this community who are working in, in the healing arts, um, in the alternative arts, but also in the mainstream arts. We, we have to be in all segments of the population. And they put, and we put so much emphasis on helping others, but by the time we get home, you know, we're not necessarily paying too much attention or it's pretty much what we've come to be used to. Our, our new normal, the ache and pain becomes our mainstream normal for ourselves. And I've had this for four or five months, to be honest with you, and I couldn't channel for at least eight weeks, eight or nine weeks. People had to, to wait on me to, to get a little bit better and to see what I uh, had to do to kind of um, reverse this. So, yes, she came through very, very strongly. She is as elegant and as gracious and as beautiful, even more so than she was in life. Mm. And she does want to address some of these issues uh, because, you know, so much what she is revealing is that in the decades of her work, she had to grow and surpass. It's almost like you you offer a teaching and then the teaching gets adjusted and shifted and upgraded. And so she wants mm -hmm. to bring in some nuanced things uh, for us. And and to to start out, um, when I was, you know, given the guidance about how to describe what our conversation was going to be like, um, Raphael came through, Raphael being um, the archangel who really works with the healing vibrations, works very strongly with people who are healers, uh, works uh, with... Um, Christed white light um, to answer the prayers of so many who are asking for healing body, mind, and soul, because healing is not one-dimensional. And so um, whenever you like, <laughs> I feel him right here. Oh. <laughs> right here. Uh, he's right here. Um, the meditation, and, and just to to establish a a context, I suppose, what is coming through is um, a very large circle that we are going to all uh, collaborate with one another to expand it as we go through this meditation. Mm. And uh, surrounding all of us, um, and, and being guided primarily by Raphael. Um, and he says, he tells me it's 111,000 archangels. 111,000 archangels with us. Done for the purpose of enhancing the work that we do. All of these archangels are not known in the popular lore. But many of these archangels are friends and guides and beloveds of our own who are standing by us and beside us in the work and the life that we are experiencing now. And so with that, he's going to come through. I'm going to take a moment. And uh, he's, going to, he's going to guide us in a meditation that is dedicated Actually, this is dedicated to Louise, he says, <laughs> because he wants us to thank her uh, in doing this because so much of her work expanded so exponentially over the decades that she did this work. And not only did she talk about healing starting point with 
going within ourselves to heal whatever conditions that ail us, but remembering to work on healing the planet, remembering to bless everything about our lives, the food we eat, the people we encounter, the places where we work, the places where we serve in community, our churches, our synagogues, our government offices. Walk through these places and bless them and the people in them. And nature, most naturally, the trees, the plants, the ocean, the beings within them. And so he devotes and dedicates this to Louise, who is coming into her own empowerment as an archangel among us. And the body of her work was what created the spiritual environment for her to ascend And as she rose to the heavens and as she transitioned to light, she instantaneously entered the realm of the wise one and she came home to those of us in the archangel realm. And here we are. We greet all of you this afternoon this evening, this morning, wherever you are. And we wish to thank you and we wish to ask that you thank yourselves. That when you think of the word gratitude, you give great thanks and honor to the spirit, the oversoul, the higher self, the Christed being that is you. Had it not been for the wisdom of this great God and goddess that you are, you you would have not been here to enjoy, to serve, and to grow, to teach, and to be on one of the most beautiful planets the multiverse has ever known. We are Archangel Raphael, and we bring to you today 111,000 archangels, including your beloved Louise. And together with all of us, We're going to form a circle around ourselves, the angels with you, and all of you that are present in the here and now, and in the forthcoming days. We bless each other. We, the archangels, bless each and every one of you. And we surround you now with the golden white light of the hands-on healing that all of you bring to the world. And we ask you for your blessing to us. Sometimes those of you on the ground forget that you 
can bestow the great blessings and the great light of ascension onto those of us who cannot yet be seen or were seen by some, who cannot yet be heard, although we are heard by some. And now that we have created this lovely orb of golden white light around all of us, we collectively bless every being on planet Earth, on Gaia, the humans, the kingdoms of nature spirits, the water, and we send the blessing of purification to our land, our sea, our rivers, our forests. Every small, tiny fragment of ground we bless and we thank. We ask that every being, every beautiful soul on this call would leave this seminar, this meeting, this empowered dialogue today with the wisdom to go deep enough within their own being to effectively ask for help not only from our realm, but from their higher self and from the deep recesses of what is known from their own Akash. May each one of us understand the body of work that has been unfolding and unfolded for us in earlier times of our lives or even perhaps before we were born, Miss Louise. And we send her our great vibration of love and congratulations, for she has graduated to one who is ascended and in service, in light. May we covet and reignite the purest messages of that body of work. And we encourage each and every one of you to not only consult the words on the pages or the tapes, but to go beyond the work and to go into a state of acceptance and love and innocence, if you will, to discern whatever it is that ails you. 
If it is in your jaw, we'll use Alita. <laughs> if it is in your jaw, what is it that is keeping you from speaking out? What about this experience did you need to serve you in a teaching? And how able are you now to receive it and let it go? When we see you holding on to dis-ease, we see stubbornness and sometimes anger. And Angel Louise will be bringing forth a message about that because there is a collective situation that can be addressed and spoken about today. But we bring this white light that we are in this orb and we send it to each and every person that is here now, each and every person across the planet that is suffering from disease, from pain, from emotional distress, from mental distress. We hear now with this white light, hereby transmute all the negative impressions, frustrations, anger, bitterness, and we send it out, and we, your angels, will take this and transmute it to light, transmute it to love. Without love, there is no us. Without love, there is no nature. Without love, there is no earth. And so love being the binder, being the building block, being that which we cannot exist without, must be the substituted grace note, must be the vibration that you breathe in very, very, very carefully now, very succinctly. We want to send you this very fine light and it is very very pale pink gold and white and we want you to breathe it in and we want you to feel it first in your heart chakra then we're going to bring it up through our throat and third eye and now breathe and now we're going to bring it down through our solar plexus and our root chakra. And as we experience this loving vibration, which is from the 11th dimension of Archangel realm, we want for you to imagine that all of us are casting this light throughout this 
world, this planet, this beloved Gaia of ours. And we grow this light out beyond into the planets beyond this Gaia. And we hold the space in the dimension just beyond this world that we call our world. Space for new earth, all new earth. Our paradigm of new earth, which cannot possibly allow humans and all the creatures upon a planet to be in any type of disharmony, to be in any type of patterns of dis-ease. We here now create the patterns for us to heal ourselves, to recognize our mastery, to understand love is the vibration of the almighty creation of all that is. And we stand humbly before this staff of loving light and we send it forth through the entire universe of ours and beyond. And we do this because we are masters of light. We do this because when we heal ourselves, we are healing those around us. When we heal ourselves, we are healing our planet. When we heal ourselves, we are taking care of our children, our spouses, our neighbors, our friends. And when we heal ourselves, we step into the glory of the being and the I am that I am manifests in every cell of our being. We send you the presence of mindfulness. We send you the individual vibrations that you have assimilated into yourselves through this healing and meditation of your very own archangels. And later you will integrate and recognize that you are slightly different. And some of you who are familiar with Louise will feel her and some of you who have never heard of her perhaps will get to know her. But lucky you, you will get to know her as a spirit guide. How marvelous is that? How beautiful is this day we can celebrate and say thank you, Louise. The work continues and we understand why you brought this to us and why you will be joining us today. We send you much love. We ask that you breathe very gently once more. The ray of love that we have brought you from the angelic hosts of this meditation. And we ask that you call upon us. And that, yes, 
prayer is when you make a request. And the request specifically made to us is specifically answered. But you are in charge of your experience and your being. And so listen carefully to our messages and agree that you will work with us and that you will do all that you can to listen to the very important messages of your higher self. When it is something that comes up, like what Elaita has, do not be afraid to go inside and say, what must I learn and what do I need to do? Do not be afraid to feel and know that you deserve 100% whole health. 100%, nothing less. When we step into our greatness and feel worthy, we achieve a great many things, including full, whole, miraculous health of body, mind, and spirit. Thank you all for being here. We love you so, so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, that was a beautiful message. Oh, Alita, that message from Archangel Raphael with the beautiful blessing and the reminder that we are masters of light. And, wow, we are feeling Louise Hay. You know, I think her work was... (laughs) I think, yeah. and, and and how beautiful that she is an archangel among us. Uh, and wow, we can each, I think there's so many of us that were led to her work. It was a foundational yeah. piece for many of us. So that is so beautiful. We're feeling her. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You are a beautiful channel and there's a few more people that you're going to bring through a few more beings of light that you're going to bring through for us but i want to check in with you alita that was a beautiful message i know it's you know it's it's going within healing ourselves and you were used as an example so um and the voice that i heard you speak and i've known you for a long time sweet sister and that voice that you used was so loving and light. And it's not you using a voice. Yeah, that's more like a, Arch- like a... It's Archangel Raphael. <laughs> yes, you're a... You're a yes. <laughs> you're a little fireball. You're a little fireball. And, yeah. and the voice that was expressed was just so beautiful. And I just want to honor that beautiful message. I truly hope that those listening really got that message and feel into that whole 
vibration. If there's any questions, please send along a cue over the Q&A box. Okay, so Alita, um, sure. you know, it's it's this going within and listening and not being afraid for the answer. Would you like to relate that message and how it um, works in your experience, how you receive that message? Uh, well, let's see. You know, I, I have to say, you know, as a as a human, <laughs> going through human things, um, uh, and and having gone to the dentist and having gone to the oral surgeon and having had all this stuff going on, um, and experiencing, okay, um, yes, we do need medical assistance from time to time, and a lot of the time we do, but um, also being a little frustrated because I feel myself. When I'm in the throes, let's say with toothache or whatever, what have you, right? And my journey with this was quite complicated because it started out with pain. Went to the dentist. They treated me and they gave me a cleaning and said, you should be fine. And then the pain didn't go away. And then they, weeks later, they found out I fractured a molar. And then they took it out and they said, you'd be fine. And then the pain got worse and the, the, the jaw started to almost lock and that's when I started using, and quite frankly, when you're in the throes of some of this and you're going through mainstream pain. medical stuff mm -hmm. and, they, and pain and all this stuff and you're relying on your doctors and they're giving you ibuprofen and all that stuff, you know, you feel like a child. You just, you're just sort of at the, at the mercy of. And at the same time, here I am, you know, a channel, someone who's a metaphysician, you know, and all this stuff, and I'm thinking, okay, what is going on? And... um I think it's that not being afraid to number to, number one take your power and not to, mm -hmm. not be afraid to get advice from within uh, from the spiritual realm and also be guided and allow yourself to be guided to go get whatever protocol or whatever methods are going to bring about um, uh, some relief and at the same time asking yourself the deeper question going into meditation and that's where you're like oh, i don't even want to know I, I you know because you know there's a little bit of um how shall i say it um you know we feel like we know what we know and there's always more to learn so there's that stubbornness um there's that well don't tell me anymore or maybe that's the, that part of me that doesn't want to learn anymore because i don't want to clear anymore because i don't want to know it but the thing is that the wisdom of the ages lies within us. And so we need to be able to, uh, like Louise would say, I think she's chiming in here, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we understand you don't want to know the answer. Because the answer involves stuff that's been going on for a long time or something you really don't want to look at or something that still serves you. And so if there's fear of moving forward, and that serves you, and you still need that fear, and you're holding on to it for whatever reason, uh, you're not going to want to look deeper at what might be causing you to have these issues. Mm -hmm. And so it's important that we give ourselves a break and understand, yes, you know, we've been to doctors, we've been to chiropractors, we've been to the dentist, we've been here, there, and everywhere. But we also are our own uh, great barometer 
of what is going on now. So in my case, you know, I've been stubborn to do the channeling, number one, because I, you know, there are parts of me sometimes I don't feel like um, as worthy as I should feel, I think. You know, it kind of blows me away each and every time I do it. I don't know how I do it. I'm not exactly sure. And I know we've taught a class, but, you know, and that class has to come from something outside of, of just me. It has to come from the larger, the greater wisdom, the greater consciousness. And so we have to allow ourselves to feel small enough to then feel big enough to know that we have every right to ask and every right to learn and every right to transmute it. Mm-hmm. And I just want to share with everyone on this website at AcousticHealth.com, there is a search bar and you can search for Alita Grace and get the full background story. We've done a couple of shows with you and it really goes into how you were always a channel, even as a little girl. You're a walk-in sure. at the age of three. And so I just want to point that out to those listening. But I also want to point out that you, uh, here you are, you literally do walk through some of the densest, I don't want to say dark, I just want to say um, 3D world. You are, you work uh, as a divine attorney. We call you divine. That's your aspect of it, <laughs> divine you. law, um, in a major metropolitan police department. And so you literally have a foot in both worlds. And I just think it's so beautiful and how you are able to, uh, you know, some, some who, who raise our vibrations and we clear and, and we hold this new light. We have very little tolerance for, uh, old paradigms like that, but not you. You are literally, uh, you're <laughs> reaming, crazy. you're reaming, you're reaming the old paradigm out from the inside. And you literally, yeah. you affect, um, you affect police officers with your light, and there's nothing more special than that. It's really quite extraordinary. I just wanted to commend you on that. Well, thank you. You know, it's um, you know we're we're engaging in a process where this this third dimension is becoming more and more a shadow of itself with each moment that passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, with each of us that wake up, uh, well, I'll call it waking up. I know that we probably need a new nomenclature. You know, we even new, need new words for some of the things that we're going through. And then we have new words, and then the words are still insufficient to describe the experience. But that shows growth. Um, but, you know, you can't necessarily feel the collapse of it when you're in the midst of it. That's for sure. Uh, and so... Um, I will say that there are things about me, and particularly because I've been doing this work, um, the channeling, uh, steady me into more of a fifth dimensional um, place, even at work, you know, even in these other areas of my life. And it's been a very long career. It's been a over a three-decade career in matters of, you know, crime and order and justice and law and prison reform. And um, I'm not done um, because 
Jesuit reminded me the other day that um, it's because I've had those experiences that I'm going to have to share um, some nuances of how it is because it's going to be very hard for people to see transitioning uh, and it's very uncomfortable to let go of the past and we have to be able to imagine ourselves as a divine um, race of beings and yes. we need to be able to reimagine ourselves in a higher level civilization because we're going to be interacting with beings that don't look like us that are from other planets um, and that is going to happen and I don't know you know they never give me a timetable and I don't have a timetable but the timetable is within us um, and there's been so many of us uh, that are now in our 50s and 60s and 70s that have felt this urgency all of our lives we have never not felt an urgency uh, when it comes to um, spiritual matters and matters of creating change and it's very difficult to do it when the world is right in your face and, you're, and you almost don't feel like there's any change but the change is within each and every one of us the change is within our being and the change is you know uh, I think it was the Dalai Lama has says, says in some of his uh, initiation work uh, that we have to be able to imagine the world that we want to be in we have to be able to imagine it because it is in through meditation and imagination that we are creating the paradigms in which we see the harmony and the power of love and um, heaven you know mm -hmm. we, we are we are built for heaven we are not built for whatever this is I could give lectures on what this is and uh, I still do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went to Africa to talk about what this is. And, um, yeah, and, and we, we have to just uh, find a way to recognize the power of extreme embodiment from the point of view of goodness, kindness, uh, catching your self-talk that's negative, catching yourself in a frustrating situation where we, we may take it out on somebody else, uh, being extremely ethical, uh, having the integrity um, of the spiritual realm. And, and, uh, and, and that's, that's work in and of itself because we're in this crazy, crazy loop of time and space here. <laughs> but we'll get past yeah. it. I we will. We will, and it's all, it's our return to love. And so enjoy the journey, everyone. And remember, we signed up for it. Yes, we did. Okay, well, Louise Hay is someone that has come to you. You are a channel of so many. Oh, my goodness, if we, if we have time, I will ask about Valiant Thor. We've even, you, oh, you've, okay. you've channeled so many beings, and it's beautiful. When you work with clients, their beings, their guides come forward, and it's the whole, there's no holds barred. It's the whole gamut. Yeah, and you've got yeah, some really do, interesting experiences. Mm -hmm. I have. I have been given the gift of um, a, great, a great many beings that are able to um, speak through me and um 
it's been it's been a, a joy, and it's been an mm-hmm. interesting ride. So yes, so yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that I put her book under my pillow, and she's kind of funny right now. She's saying, "Well, I'm being called on." Yes. <laughs> so great. She's being called <laughs> on. Uh, great lady. Uh, beautiful. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful being. Um, you know, I remember her being very stylish. You know, very elegant, very classy. <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. She's funny. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> this is new. Yes, take your time. Okay. Thank Everybody. you. Alita Grace bringing forward Louise Hay. Take your time. All right. Well, well, well. Hello to everyone. Loren, we are so impressed with all you bring forward. It is a joy. It's joy to behold. What a wonderful opportunity for everyone to learn and share and be of similar voice in this beautiful time of this great, uh, we'll say it's an uprising of vibration, right? A renaissance, if you will. And those of you who remember me for my last incarnation work, we are Louise. And it is a very interesting time indeed. Because it is so powerful for so many of you to be on this path of awakening. And the path of awakening is, you know, it's fun, but it's it's not so fun. It's hard. And we see this issue arising. And we want to address it. You know, we... We know that either you're familiar or not familiar with some of the work, but it was all stemming from my own experience. And for those of you who don't remember or know about my story, our story when we were here on Earth, is that we had a cancer diagnosis. And do you know, I gave myself a cancer diagnosis after I wrote the book, You Can Heal Your Life. Spirit brought me all the affirmations. They brought me all the information. They brought me all the tenets of uh, what disease has to do with what um, thought pattern you might be having. And, and, And yet, I had the cancer. And to be honest, you know, uh, we, uh, you know, as humans, when we suffer abuse, when we suffer Uh, at the hands of the people who are supposed to love us the most. You know, we develop those things. We develop that. 
And I developed it because of the life that I had as a young girl. And so it was interesting because I had to really put into practice, not pretend and not halfway, but really put into practice those things that I was teaching others, the affirmations I was teaching them. And the most important thing that you need to do is never, ever, anything but this fundamentally, is that you need to love yourself. And yet, these are words, right, Belen? These are words, love yourself. And so the audience is like, well, what does that mean? I have a very busy day. I have five children. I have a job that I can't stand. What does that mean? Love yourself. I don't even have time to take a bath. Soak in the tub. I have to take a two-minute shower and hurry up and do what I have to do. And so we want to bring about a little bit of ease and a little bit of joy and some maybe some ideas about what we do when our minds play games. And we have to pay attention to our thoughts, right? This is the thing that is part of the body of work. Our thoughts are things that almost what we want to say is spin in the axis around our aura. It's like we have a thought. You know, I'll never find love. Well, there you go. It's in spinning around in your aura. And what does that mean, practically speaking? It means the next time you go on a date, your person is going to pick up that thought. And they're going to project back at you the very thing that you decided in advance. And the reason we're giving you this is because there are people that are going to be listening to this and that are listening to this right now that are lonely and they feel ready. But then they feel so ready that they say something that's the complete opposite of what they want. I am ready to be loved. I love myself enough to be ready to be loved. Then when you go on a date, and when you, maybe you're clicking a button, I don't know, nowadays people are clicking buttons to find love, right? But you might click the button and the, per- the right person is going to be there because you've created and manifested the energy to attract the one who is going to look at you through the eyes of love. Many of you are sick because you do not have love in your life in the way that you want it. You want to feel the comfort of not having to travel through this difficult, what you seem to believe is difficult, right? Life by yourself. And so, pay attention to the thought. Pay attention to the thought. I deserve love. I look forward to meeting 
the person who's going to see me through the eyes of divine and sacred love. I want to have a sacred and divine sexual experience and relationship with this person. So that's the first thing we want to say. Pay attention to the thoughts you have. Number two, across the planet, it doesn't matter what country, there are sequences and sequences and sequences of vibrations where people are feeling shame and guilt and confusion about sex. You didn't know we were going to talk about sex, right, Lauren? <laughs> where are you, Lauren? All right. And so, here we are. Please know this. The enjoyment, the glory, the feeling of being out of your body and yet in it, and all the glorious reactions and embodiments that occur with orgasms are your birthright. And so that is an area that is holding a lot of negative space. The proliferation of breast cancer, the proliferation of ovarian cancer, the proliferation of cervical cancer, the proliferation of prostate cancer, these are caused by some of the vibrational frequencies that are permeating many cultures, permeating families because of faith or religion, or teachings. The divine feminine is being shocked. And so part of the work here of reversing this is becoming more conscious of our true nature as humans. Sexuality was given to us to enjoy, not to exploit, not to confuse with violence. But we are putting this out here today because it is a big reason for these illnesses. Now, Part of our work, and when I say our work, I mean the collective, us, the archangels, the ascended masses, all the beings of the realms that are helping, all of us that have been here incarnated, is to imagine a world. And that's why Raphael mentioned this. is to imagine a world that is free from all of this. And so we would recommend, you know, uh, I see that cancer has been cured. I see that uh, our earth has been healed. I see that there is no more war. And when you could 
put in the recesses of your mind that you can actually see that, feel it, experience it, hear it, think it, then your cells begin to become one with that thought. Becoming one with that thought means that we are projecting out into our matrix that we build as we create the new world, the new earth. We put that out and we create and establish the mechanisms for those things to change. It is very important. And I think this is the third thing that we want to put put out. It's very important for you to have as positive an attitude as you possibly can. Joyful. We're not suggesting that you you don't get angry at somebody for disrespecting you. We don't suggest that there are no negative conversations because there will be. Because it's in the nature of human beings to disagree. It's in the nature of human beings to have different ideas. But it's very important that when you are going about your daily routine, when you are driving, when you are going to a job that you might not be in love with, you might feel like you're stuck there. But don't linger in those thoughts. Linger in blessing everyone there. Bless each and every person. Establish for yourself a meditation, an affirmation. I enjoy this job. I send blessings to everyone here. I'm going to get the promotion. I'm going to successfully become an entrepreneur. I am whatever I want to be. We have been through the throes of being in the midst of a material a materially constructed world that teaches us how to think. What is the big aspect of ascension? It's thinking for yourself. It's adopting the independence to be able to have whatever thought you want and to be able to be very positive in it. And that positivity comes from the knowing that you are Indeed, spiritual beings having this experience for whatever reason. And as long as you bless yourself each and every day and love yourself to the point of you tell yourself in the mirror, I love you, you might feel a little uncomfortable at first, but you have great teachers that have been teaching this for quite a number of decades. And Be certain in it. If you do not like the job you're in, create the patterns of thought to make whatever change you can either within the job or to make whatever pattern of change you can to be able to go to the next level of whatever creative aspects you want to do when it comes to work. Bless your money. Bless whatever it is that you receive in, in, in your daily life. Bless it. Thank it. Those vibrations 
attach themselves to the greater being that you are. This notion of embodiment, how can a negative person embody an angel? Think about it. Think how difficult that would be if all you're thinking about is how horrible everyone is or how horrible everything is. can't be done. Embodiment requires that you have a a very sophisticated notion of positive, fluid, joyfulness. That's what's required. And we understand how challenging that could be living in the, the, the world such that, as it is. But it's not only our job to, uh, to create change. It's our job to, well, like the Dalai Lama, like Gandhi said, to be the change. And that was a masterful statement that he made. Be the change you wish to see in the world. It has to begin with us. It has to be positive. And it almost requires a very radical shift from being human to being divinely human. And that is radical. Because when you walk into work and someone challenges you with something that's very unpleasant within the first five minutes, You could have a lot of negative thoughts. Or you could say to the person, well, this is a little challenging right now. I need to settle in. I'm going to be helpful with you, but please give me a few moments and we'll work on it together. And then you sit there and you bless the whole mess. (laughs) You bless it. You conquer it by giving it positive energy and saying positive affirmations and even stating in advance that it's going to be a great day and you're going to solve all these issues and that you're going to bless and love all the people involved in it and that you're going to ask for divine intervention from your angelic team so that you can have a day of ease and grace and love and positive productivity. Judging a job in advance because we are from Jupiter or Venus or Orion, or from the heavenly realm. Well, I don't like this because I'm really not from here. (laughs) I used to feel like that all the time. But we are here, and Lorraine is quite right. We chose to be here. And so we have to go beyond what society tells us. Well, make the best of it. No. You make the best of it, yes, but you make it better by penetrating the matter with extreme love. When you bless something, when you thank someone, when you smile at someone, you are bringing in the vibrations of the heavenly host. That's simple enough. Once again, pay attention to the thoughts. 
You go into work cranky. Figure out how you're going to unravel that. Everyone listening here are very advanced. And they understand where they're from. And there's a lot of issues about why we're here, why am I here. But basically, the fundamental issue here is we're all here to grow, to learn, to serve. Any specific idea, business, gift that you want to bring forth, all blessed. All blessed by the universe. All blessed by all of us. All blessed by your own being. And that is the one that really counts. Embodying your highest self always requires a smile and great love. When you invite your angel, the angel that is you, to give you the guidance, to penetrate your being, to help you to heal, do it with an open heart. And when you catch yourself saying, I don't know if I could do this, that's nonsense. Nonsense, nonsense. You can do it. But do you deserve it? Do you feel into whatever resistance you may have? And can you flip that script in your head that's telling you that you're not worthy? The body of our work had to do with reversing the patterns in the society at large, of unworthiness. And it's not just the countries that are developed. There's also in underdeveloped or so-called those world countries. It is a human condition. It is not specific to any culture or any race. It's not specific to women. It's not specific to men. It is universal here. It was part of the planned teaching. But we're at a level now where there are more and more and more of you making an affirmative commitment to level up so much so that you are going to be embodied angels and ascended masters walking on this planet. And there's a reason that you're doing this. It's not just for yourself. It's not just for you. It's for every single person around you. It's for everyone around you. It's for every being on the planet. And it's for, the, it's for Gaia herself, who has been a host of many species for many eons of time. And so we'll stay here for a moment and give Alita a little bit of a rest. And... We will uh, be happy to um, answer questions, Lorraine. Well, very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Keeping us focused on what we love to say, new earth. Holding our vision of new earth, no matter what. I know all of us listening have that vision. And that was a beautiful reminder that we penetrate the matter with extreme love. And I want to thank everyone for really holding their vision of new earth. 
You know, uh, it, it, in some, some people have seen it with no roads. Some have seen it with those crystal blue waters. When you fly into beautiful places like Hawaii and those turquoise waters are there, we can imagine that for all of the waters of our world. And so I love that message that we are literally, when we think of it, our love is reversing the pattern of unworthiness at large in the collective. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Louise Hay. All right, I we've got a web call that we can take. And so okay. I'm going to go to a caller. And I know um, this is interesting, so here we go. Hello, web call. You are unmuted. What's your name, please? You are marked as anonymous. Hello. <laughs> okay, well, your hand is up, but we don't hear you, so you want to say hello? No? Okay. <laughs> Let's go over to a cell phone caller from Utah. Hi, caller. You're unmuted. What's your name, please? Caller Ooh. from Utah. Hi. Okay. Well, very interesting. Louise, thank you so much for this. We don't have any questions at the moment. There are questions that come in that people would like help with their dream and their goal, and that is something that is best handled in a one-on-one with Alita Grace, the channel. So thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. Well, if you have a question for Alita, you can ask also Louise Hay. So this is for Alita or Louise or any of the other masters who want to answer it. Okay. Uh, What... This is from Linda. What if we don't know why we decided to come? All right, that's a good question. As we look at the world and it's chaotic, and I know many of us are like, instead of choosing that higher vision of what we want to see and really (laughs) holding that, it's so easy to get buffeted or buffeted by the the winds of chaos, right? And so... um, You know, some would say, gosh, I don't want to be here. Why am I here? So if we don't know why we decided to come, can you answer that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just stand by. I might have something to say, but I'm going to just um, see who wants to come in. Okay. This is Louise. (laughs) Well, love, I would say most of us come in not knowing why we decided to come. So I guess we'd have to start from the very beginning premise of what we know to be true, which is this is definitely... um, 
a kind of ground zero for extreme learning. But because you're here, um, we're going to tune into you just a tiny bit and tell you that, uh, you know, you're looking for a very specific answer. Like, I'm here to do a very specific job. And most of the, uh, we're going to say angels, ascended masters that come here, come here to hold a particular frequency of light. And when you're holding this frequency of light, no matter what you are impressed upon to do, you are guiding and helping the process of upgrading all of the beings here and Gaia herself. Some of you came with a very strong frequency to hold and plant on the earth, which means that you're very connected to Gaia herself. In other words, there are those of you who are kind of earth spirit. Some of you uh, have more incarnations from the inner earth than you do the surface of earth. So some of you come in with that very strong feeling. Some of you come in to hold the frequencies so that the families of the galactics who are aboard ship can come and go and can influence in a positive way, what's being decided as far as problem solving, as, pro, as, far, as far as making peace amongst the uh, countries of the world. That's a very top priority. And some of you are here very specifically. Uh, to engage in the healing practices and introducing some of the finer aspects of the healing practices. But everyone comes, number one, to learn because we never finish learning. I learned so much when I decided to do the work that I did. I was, um, we were, we were in fashion. We were in, we were a model. We were modeling. We were in fashion. We were in business. We were doing other things. And suddenly I'm called to this path of, I guess we called it light work or we called it the self-improvement movement is what we called it back then. And we called it that so that it had broad appeal. If we hadn't called it that, uh, it would not have been something that so many uh, turned to. But Nobody's here to become famous, and no one's here to affect millions on purpose. You do this quietly, and if it so happens that the body of work is so important that it gets expanded by the, the nature of it, then so be it. So the answer to your question is, if you don't know why you're here, number one, you do know why you're here, because you came with a particular frequency from the universe. Number two, there's also a body of wisdom that would suggest sometimes 
We don't really need to know the why. As long as we are filled with the light of our soul and we can share and serve others. And so each and every one of us, whether we are embodied upon this planet or another planet, or we are embodied upon a spaceship, or we are in the realms of light where our energies are so refined that we are not in a body, we will share this with you, beloved. Each and every one of us is here to serve love. And so we hope that you can hold these words very close to you and understand that sometimes if you choose to find the teacher or the one who can do the reading for you or the session and maybe bring some information to the Akash, that's done too, and you can have more of a sense of it. But who you might have been in a past life might not reveal to you what your higher self would reveal to you in this lifetime about um, pathways of service. We won't call it jobs. We won't call it careers. We'll call them pathways of service. An entire multiverse built upon assisting, helping, loving, and caring about one another. As long as you know to the core of your being that you are so special and so beloved by the universe, by Mother, Father, God, by those of us who are here in the angelic realm, as long as you know how loved you are, you know your purpose. And so maybe there was a riddle there. Maybe there wasn't. Mm -hmm. But we love you. And we know that you know why you're here. You just don't know why the world is the way it is because you're so dear and so sweet and so gentle that you want this craziness to be gone. One of the things we observe about all of you, and, and we understand this very, very closely because it was not too long ago that we were here with you, is there's a frustration and an anger. And this is one of the aspects that we didn't bring through earlier with Alita, but you know, the reason why there is also disharmony in your embodiment, in your bodies, and the reason people age more quickly and, and, and things of that nature, even when they're like this higher vibrational person, is because there's a frustration and an anger about we've done all this work, why hasn't this, why is the world so messed up? Why do all these people out there make these choices that create these conditions, these conditions of inhumanity towards one another, these conditions of doing things that are so contrary to love? And we're not spelling them out because we don't want to, we don't want to bring everyone down. But you know, we know what they are. Yeah. Yeah, we know what they are. And so so what we we want to say is that you know this why why would let's I mean this is interesting, right? Why would parents uh necessarily want their little boys and girls to become uh nuns or monks or priests? 
Why would any of us want to do it? Why would we? Because we can sit and we could be at peace and we could illuminate the world without even being in the world. We could be of it to a point, but we isolate ourselves and we focus on dharma. We focus on peace. We focus on love. We focus on uh, Christ. We focus on um, the prayer. We focus on um, healing the world. There are cloistered nuns in the Catholic tradition that don't go anywhere off the premises and all they do all day and all night is pray. Why? Why choose that? Because internally we know that we need to lift everyone in the world and we need to bring ourselves back to heaven, back to paradise, back to truly, it's more logical to be nice to one another and not to have wars. Where's the logic in violence? Where's, what point? There's no point, right? But so that's a safety measure. But for those of us who came, who came, some of us, boots to the ground, most everyone here on the air listening, and most people who will be listening to this in the future, we came as a ground crew, and we knew that we were going to see and experience some things that were extraordinarily difficult. And that is why we say to you, you must look at yourselves and say, I love you. I really, really love you. And as uncomfortable as it might be at first, or if you're not someone who, who does that regularly, it is a practice that will get you to a point where you deepen your feeling for self-commitment. There's nothing selfish about wanting to be loved. There's nothing selfish about needing a proper uh, level of prosperity. There is nothing wrong wanting to be abundant. There is nothing wrong wanting certain things. Those material things cannot override your humanity. If you're living for things, then you're living out of uh, balance, right? But at the same time, we don't want you to be out of balance so that you have struggle every day, all day long. But part of the problem with the, with the spirits that are here, gathered here today with us, is there's frustration and anger. You know, why are my prayers not being heard or felt? Well, we say to you that if you went to the Himalayas and moved into a convent and just just kind of stepped away from the world, all you would know is the joy and the bliss of saying those meditations and prayers all day long. And you would talk to your colleagues about spirit and spiritual matters. But that's not who we chose to be in this life. And there are many that take on those journeys, but they're also boots to the ground. We use that as an example of almost old spiritual paradigm. But what many of those do is they step out in the world, they serve those who are in poverty, they serve those who are ill, they teach in the schools, they cook, they do many things. But by the time they get out there, they understand that our inner light 
that fire of the eternal flame of creation is sound. It's the building block of all things. And when you hold on to that in your heart, you will always know why you're here. You will always know your purpose is to carry that flame of eternal light and love. Oof. Thank okay. you, thank you, thank you. Ah, uh, Yes, okay. We came as the ground crew, and we are here on Pathways of Service. That's a beautiful message, <clears throat> and I really hope that it helped the caller from Utah. And as we've got two minutes to – well, the caller from Utah, I did get a Q&A in our box, and um, we have two minutes for you to address this. And um, so this is from SLC from Utah, who says, I am so bummed. I feel like such a failure because I work with energetics and have played crystal singing bowls for years and was just diagnosed with breast cancer. And the doctor also Mm -hmm. suspect I have MS because I'm going paralyzed in my lips, throat and eye and wants to do an MRI. They want to do a biopsy tomorrow on the breast lump. But people have advised me that biopsies sometimes spread the cancer. I don't know what to do. All right. So um, I would recommend a personal one-on-one session um, for this. But Alita, can you give some advice or bring through someone who's got some calming salve for SLC? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I will share with you that I survived breast cancer. Um, And so what I'll say from a personal point of view um, is um, take a few deep breaths and uh, find out uh, through your your own quiet meditation um, what is the best way to proceed. Um, I'm going to just say we're all sending you, we are all sending you a great white light healing right now, each and every one of us, and all of the hosts and all the angelics are sending you. Now, Louise is actually an archangel, and she is going to be, um, interestingly enough, she is working with Raphael, and there are teams of angels that are supporting you right now in this healing. Um, And we can suggest you to contact us offline, um, but the uh, we don't see a very big tumor. Uh, and we can address the issues whether or not that radiation makes anything spread. But you know something? This is survivable, and it is something that can be overcome and healed. We don't ever want you to think that healing is not possible for you, and we are so sorry that this has come about. Um, 
and we don't want to get involved in too much in the weeds in this, but we are supporting you and we are sending you strength and we are sending you the vibrations of healing. And we would suggest to you, do not stop your healing work because it's very, very important that when you've been told that you have something this serious, that you do the things that bring you joy and comfort. And we, this is a collective speaking to you now. This is the consciousness of the archangel realm, and this is a team of angels that are with Raphael right now. And so we will say to you, do that which brings you joy. We understand that the road ahead may be difficult and likely to be, but you need to keep your vibrations uplifted and positive. And like a warrior that you are, you will supersede this. You can surpass this. And you can reverse this. But it's something that you must know in your heart. And call upon us every day, every morning. Sit with us, meditate, and bring through the light, and ask for your higher self to bring through the healing light and the wisdom to assist you and guide you through this process. And we'd be happy to speak with you offline. Uh, Lorraine, maybe you could give her, uh, as this person, some information of how to reach us directly. Yes. Yes, thank you for that. And I hope that, um, I hope that the, the comfort can be felt in that message. And SLC, please get some rest tonight. Feel into that healing light and invite the angel that is you in. What a beautiful message tonight for everybody. And we are all thinking about you. And anybody else who needs to tap into that white light, do so and feel it. This is us. It is a return home. Well, that is our session for tonight. We have very beautiful messages from Archangel Raphael, the encoded angelic light frequencies that we felt, and beautiful messages from Louise Hay. And I want to say, if you would like to work more closely with Alita Grace, you can do so by having a special offer, a session with her from her special offer. And there's a couple of things she's got available. So Alita, let's talk a little bit about the ways you do this. You do personal sessions really to anchor people into their higher self-knowledge. And when guides come in to do that, it actually assists in the whole process. This is this internal guidance system that we have that you're linking people up with. So tell us about a couple of these options because we've got um, courses with you. We've got a beautiful breakthrough 2020 session with you. Um, that's a webinar, Mastery Empowerment course. But you've got two personal sessions. One is a 60-minute. That's a personal channeling Perfect. session. And the other is a 90-minute rainbow light body session. Share with us and explain more on this. Okay. Um, so the basic channeling session, normally we bring through about three different consciousness. Um, it helps for you to provide some information in advance about 
why you want the session and what you want to focus on, but uh, know that normally um, someone from the Ascended Master Realm comes through, um, and they come through in teams. Uh, Angelic Realm comes through, and sometimes your personal guides uh, will come through, and I will give you the names of those guides, and we will connect you to those guides. Um, and that's, you know, usually what happens in about a 60-minute session. Um, we work very closely with Dwell Cool, and even though I didn't bring him through, he's standing by, but uh, Dwell Cool and the brothers and sisters of light that have followed the tradition of the rainbow body um, initiation uh, have um, worked with me, and I've worked with many of you who've, who've had sessions with me, on what we call a, a rainbow body uh, exercise, and it brings to you uh, encoded um, resonances, frequency, light frequencies of your higher self. And if you sign up for this, um, make sure you kind of check in with, you know, your guides and, and yourself and make sure that you're up for it. But what we bring to you is, is your particular frequencies of your oversoul, of your higher self. And there's a meditation, and they bring you through, and the uh, Ascended Master Dual Cool, uh, among others, and your guides, usually, and your higher self, bring this through. And it is a, a, a portal of light that you've always carried, but we're intensifying the frequencies and introducing you to the frequencies. And when we do this, it's everybody's different. Every color is different. Every frequency is different. And... Um, it connects you to your ability to divinely communicate with your higher self. It, it, it intensifies your ability to any of your clairs, you know, your clairaudience, clairsentience, uh, uh, any of those will be also intensified. And we call it the flipping inside out. And so what Dwal Kool always explains when we do these sessions, just as a little tidbit, is that we're really turning you inside out. And so I might be walking around in a later grace, but the skin on my skin, my skin is not the first layer. You're actually flipping your higher self to be your outer being. And um, you become your light body, and they give you an experience of becoming your light body. Um, there's some tiredness after the fact. People have told me that they get really blown away during it. So it's, 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 um, it requires that you're ready for it. And so when you look at the options, if you just want to have 60 minutes, that's okay, but if you feel ready uh, to have to work very intensely with Dual Cool and the Ascended Masters, every once in a while in a session like that, um, I'll stop and I will write down something on a piece of paper, and it will usually be a name that you can use uh, to address and communicate with your higher self. And those have been pretty powerful as well. So, um, yes. As far as, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As Thank far as you for that. <clears throat> oh, yes. Breakthrough. Okay. So if you are interested, I, I, I want to direct everyone to the special offer link that is on this webpage here at AcousticHealth.com. And you can see Alita Grace's special offer. So again, the personal channeling session, that's beautiful because really people get the specific guidance that they need. It's it's exquisite. And then that rainbow light body session is absolutely amazing and what i love is that option three that you've got there is the 
two session, it's actually three sessions of a channeling class. We did two session, sessions of a lecture. And then the third one was really experiencing how each of us uh, received information. So that one is a really good beginner course. But something that's coming up that I absolutely love is you are, Alita Grace, you are bringing forward these masters for an empowerment level. And this is to assist us in a huge breakthrough for 2020. So talk about that because you're inspired to, we're, we're really mobilizing new earth. Yeah, I think I just want to keep that one simple. I think it's going to be our pre, <laughs> pre New Year's party, right? And so uh, I, I, I believe that there will be uh, an opportunity for uh, the different levels of beings that I bring through to kind of come in and uh, give messages and share. Uh, we also, um, there's something that I'm being told is, is to share is that 2020 is going to be about magic. It's almost like restoring um, and resurrecting uh, magical aspects of ourselves. And they also want us to really embrace, and this sounds so basic, but really embrace happiness yeah. and give ourselves permission uh, to be very extreme in that. And so I think that it's going to be um, kind of fun uh, because we're going to just bring through different, um, different, different levels of beings. And every realm wants to be represented. The inner earth, uh, there's, a, there's a whole group of people. Um, there's a, there's a, a collaboration, like a committee in the inner earth. They want to come out. Uh, and there's some Great. other planetary, uh, planetary <laughs> groups that want to come out. And we have the Syrian Council that is really mostly dolphins and whales want to come out. Wow. And the fairy kingdom wants to come out. And everybody wants to give us a message to bless us and wish us a happy, a happy 2020. Uh, and there's, I mean, there are secrets and mysteries and more to come because if they reveal it all to me now, then, then it won't be fun for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> it won't be fun for me. But, you know, they, they like to keep some of that under wraps. But, um, yeah, yeah there are going to be some different different frequencies and vibrations that come through and different, uh, different beings that just want to say hi. Beautiful. All right. So enjoy that, everyone. That is included in – it's actually going to be on its own if you just want to join us for that Mastery Empowerment course, two sessions – and I know we're we're going to do a third one as well, and it's going to be right around that window of the new year. So um, if you're if you purchase for the breakthrough 2020, you'll be included in that bonus one as well. So that is all available. I thank you for that, Alita. It's always so wonderful to join you in yeah. that space with these empowering messages. And I just want to uh, sum it up. Give yourself permission to be extremely happy words of That's wisdom right. <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's true sometimes we we get we get uh we forget let's just face it we forget yeah because we forget we're witnessing yeah, we, we forget. forget 
We forget. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for being here. Deb, I want to thank you for this beautiful sure. transmission today from our beautiful Louise Hay, who she said we are Louise. That's the collective that we she is. And yeah. she is an archangel among us. So beautiful. And a beautiful healing from Archangel Raphael. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alita Grace, this has been a beautiful conversation. Thank you. Love being here with you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alita. Well, thank you too for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Hold this vision of new earth. It is our role. It is why we came. We've got this, and I bless you. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart where we get to have a little fun and move our body. So hold on here. This is Daydream Bliss.
thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet this show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love access all quantum conversations special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe, music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.